Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of For the Love of Sports. My name is Michael Brazil, and this is the show where I talk about sports. I get to talk about business, and I get to talk about everything in between. Today, my incredible guest, I have Chris Denner here. He's the CEO and partner over at Dugout Mugs. If you don't remember, we had Randall on. I, honestly, it might have been about a year ago at this point. He had the incredible idea to come up with Dugout Mugs. He then said, hey, I found this guy. He really helped me uh, make this thing pretty, even more amazing. And here we are a year later. I get to talk to Chris. Chris, how are you doing today, bud? Doing great, buddy. Thanks for having us. Pleasure is all mine. I promise you that. Chris, very excited to talk about you, how you got to Dugout Mugs, what it was about Randall, some of the incredible partnerships that you got going on. But the first question I have for everybody on the For the Love of Sports podcast is, why do you love sports so much? Oh, man. I grew up... uh, we actually didn't have a lot when I when I grew up. My mom, you know, busted her butt and did did as you know best she could. But sports, where it was after school, you know, sometimes when you know she was at work, would playing soccer or baseball or football or tackle, you know, in the backyard. Just playing tackle, just, I like just, that. Just yeah. playing, you know, just being <laughs> a rowdy, crazy ass kid, you know. Um, I, I excelled the most at baseball. Uh, I was a you know, all star for I don't know four or five years and. Um, batted cleanup you know nice. all that fun but that's you know i that i didn't make it nearly as far as randall did i i stopped like I, babe ruth league or something um because honestly what's funny is now hindsight looking back i was a hustler then you know i was i was stripping down motors to get copper to recycle the copper to get money to you know those stories go on forever but i've always been kind of a hustler and, uh, you know, I was making making businesses and trying to make money. Maybe it's because we didn't have a ton of it. I don't know. But uh, there was uh, a lot of that going on. But between that and sports and barely making it through school, that's about that's about all I did. Hey, man. Well, you did enough. You did a lot and you got to. I mean, hey, you're, you're here today on the, on the podcast. You've clearly made it, dude. There's really I've, nowhere. Yeah, this is next level. I've you can only, uh, honestly, man, I need to tell you this, but you can only go down from here. So I wish you luck. But hey, man, yes. keep doing what you're doing. But no, in sincerity, man, I think you guys have some incredible stuff. It's really funny. I got one of the dugout mugs a couple of years ago for Christmas. I got my Mets mug and uh, now I can really drink it loud and proud because we're finally like, you know, a real team, which I'm excited about, but we don't yep. need to get too deep into that. I want to talk more about you. And as you said, you were a hustler, you have dinner media group, right? And you know, you have businesses and real estate, apparel, affiliate marketing, strategic partnerships, how you've built multiple businesses. You've made multiple get to that six, seven figure range. Mm-hmm. How do you keep all this shit straight, man? Because that's, that's a lot of stuff going on. And most people can barely keep their $50,000 a year job straight. Uh, ain't that the damn truth? Um, so focus, right? Uh, sacrifice, I think it has a lot to do with it. And I don't think enough people talk about that. Um, uh, I'm almost 40 and there's a, a new age of entrepreneurs and people coming up and there's a lot of entitlement in that, in that generation, unfortunately. And there's, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, yeah. there's a lot of people in there that are super talented, but when I hear some of the, the shit that I hear sometimes it's, it's like, dude, you, you've been at something for like six months, right? You know, and and uh, I, I've been e- e-commerce entrepreneur for coming up on 13 years. So a lot of this stuff is it's just diligence. And you can't you can't lose till you quit. You can be losing, but you don't lose until you quit. So I think um, having thick skin, a short memory, and a lot of focus, man. And not, don't you know a saying I love is don't fall in love with potential. Because 
sometimes that'll blind you and you end up hanging on to something that's, uh, you know, needs to be as, as uh, Kevin O'Leary says, take behind the barn and shoot it. It's the truth. Um, so I, I think uh, there, there was that. And then also all it now, now all these different things had one thing in common. Right. And I think that that right there was my, my strength. So if you can identify, there's a book out there, it's called the one thing by Gary Keller good book. And, and uh, then also the other one I, I read was um, uh, four hour work week by Tim. Mm, Ferriss. Yes, and there's a, a lot of nuggets I pulled out of there. Uh, T Harv Eckerd, secrets of the millionaire mind, rich dad, poor dad. These are a few like you know, that kind of kicked oh, yeah. me off. What it did is, is I figured out kind of what I was good at. Right. And for me, it was taking, cause I'm a sales guy at heart. Right. So taking real world interaction, belly to belly sales, real business, right? Real business and real business structure, and then taking it online. And when I kicked all this off, there was this new fa uh, new website called Facebook that had just hmm. launched. Yeah. And, and it's like, okay, so I can do what I do now, but I can do it one to many digitally from wherever I am. Okay. I can, I can get behind that. So all of these industries, whether it was my apparel company that we did extremely well, uh, print on demand. I had a consulting company. I had, like you said, I did real estate. I was a real estate. I had a real estate coaching company, um, dug out mugs. I had a, a boot company. I was in the cannabis space, like all of this stuff. My little tiny vertical was the digital social community side of that. And it's like, okay, so I'll do this business this way. Right. So there was a commonality. It wasn't just all across the board. Now, I will say back in 2015, uh, about halfway through 2015, um, and I know that very well because I just had a little girl. Uh, she's now six. I was so busy being so busy. So I did let it get away from me. And um, it, I had a near death experience and it wasn't necessarily a uh, lifestyle related by be overstressed or anything like that. But I nearly died because I was so busy and I had to get to a business meeting and I had to get to a phone call and then I had to go to the Stanley cup the next day. This is legit how this went. And I just didn't go to the hospital when I should have. And it, and, it, and it should have killed me, but you know, divine intervention kicked in. It just wasn't my time, you know? Um, but that was a real big turning point for me. Uh, it, I was doing a lot of things well enough because I was really dialed in on my strength but I, there, then there's the bandwidth and the time issue, mm -hmm. right? So that's a long ass answer to your question. But, no, it's a good answer though. It's you know, a good that's, answer. That's really what it is. So that's how I did it is I focused on, I, uh, do what you do best, outsource the rest. I focused on my little sliver and I crushed it. And then I put the right people in place to handle all the stuff that I didn't want to do or didn't do well. And that was scalable to an extent. And then all these little slivers added up to mm -hmm. more time than I even had available and I almost lost out on, on, you know, everything. Mm -hmm. So that was a good pivot. And, and then I found Randall, um, actually Randall called me, um, and, and we dug out, you know, dug out mugs came to be back in 17. I love that. And I'm excited to talk about dugout mugs. Obviously yeah, I think it's an cool incredible, company. incredible company, but before we hop to that, I, I want to learn more about your sliver, right? That, that e-commerce, yeah. that social selling aspect, right? There's a lot of people that if they were, they had the foresight, they hopped on really, really early, like yourself, and they were able to build multiple businesses because you could figure out the tools and how it worked. And Facebook mm -hmm. was really happy about that because you started giving them money before anyone else did, right? 
over the years though it changes it changes it feels like every single day certain things come in certain things go away i mean it is it is an absolute beast how did you go about learning all of the just the tools and implementation and things you can can't should shouldn't do especially with the evolution of social selling through the last you know as you said 15 years well um two things i've already referenced uh do what you do best and outsource the rest i didn't do any of it i did what i did best and that was um, strategic marketing, collaborations, um, networking, uh, sales. These are this is what I do best. I let the the intricacies of the ad platforms and the platforms, you know, themselves put somebody else in charge of that. You know, uh, Nate Lagos right now. He's our CMO at Dugout Mugs. You know, I'm, you figure it out, buddy. You're doing a great <laughs> job. You figure it out. And if shit hits the fan, call me. Right. Uh -huh. And again, that's just been my mentality. I've always had, you know, I preach the same thing uh, to Randall since the very beginning of Dugout Mugs. It's create a system you're not a component of. And that is business because then that creates freedom when it's done right. Now, that's a balance to get to there because sometimes you're bootstrapping. But um, ultimately, that's what it is. We, I created systems I wasn't a component of and I was never wanting. I don't want to be. I, that's an. That's actually a pretty big misconception about me. I'm not very technical at all. Um, I'm, I'm more of a, a strategic marketing sales, networking deal structure guy. I love it. And Hey, as you said, do what you do best outsource the rest. Let Nate take yeah. care of that stuff because he's a smart yeah. dude and he knows what he's doing. I love that. Right. So let's, let's talk about dugout mugs. As you said, you know, your, your bandwidth was very over overwhelmed. You really weren't capable of doing everything right. you were doing. I'm sure the Stanley cup would have been really cool if you got there, but unfortunately, Oh, you no, did get did there. Go. That's kind of cool. Well, at least yeah. you got to go there. But with that, I guess, was it perfect timing with Randall? As you said, well, it was 2015, so. right? So it was 2015 that all this happened. And then 2017 is when, so, so what we happened? Connected, we connected yeah. about a year later. So okay. I had a lot of different things going on and I got really sick and it pretty much gobbled up the whole second half of 2015, just not dying. Right. Nice. Um, and, and trying to enjoy my new daughter to the best of my ability and, and unravel the knots that, that I had created. And, you know, fortunately I created enough residual income to cover bills and things like that. So that's a blessing. Um, and then 2016 and I started getting things back on track and it's like, you know, I need, I need somebody to be put in my path. I have a very particular set of skills, mm, you know, and nice. I want to, you know, let, let's see what happens. And then I think Q3 of 2016, uh, I got a phone call. I was at a mastermind meeting. I've, uh, there's a, a group I've been with for a bunch of years now called boardofadvisors.com. So I'm, the, I'm one of the first members of that group. And we were having our mastermind in St. Pete. And I was at a, I was at the bar. It was a break. And we were all sitting out there just you know shooting the shit. And I got a phone call. And it was Randall. And he's like, hey, I want to pick your brain about something. I had this idea and yada, yada, yada. And uh, I said, dude, my brain's not for picking, man. I, I, I'm, I just got done agreeing not to be so busy. Yep. I said, now I am in St. Pete. We can catch up. He's like, I'm driving through St. Pete right now, ironically. Right. And I said, okay, well I'm here. And I told him where I was, he's like, I'm like five minutes away. I said, well, bring me one of these. Actually this exact, I keep it on my desk. This is no the way. very first bat he gave me. See, it's all, it's not even yep. like the originals uh -huh. like bat belly thing. Um, he brought me this mug and I said, that's kind of weird, man. <laughs> I, I said, but he told me, he said, listen, carry it around for a week and see what happens. I said, okay, I can, I can commit to that. And yeah, he met me at the bar and handed me the mug and I walked around and it was a, uh, you know, pretty, uh, 
pretty cool feeling to see people really buy into this mm-hmm. thing. And then I said, okay, well, uh, and, and again, like, like you said, th- I was going through the whole t- untying of the knots and I was at the final stage. I had a restaurant in Tampa and with some partners and a couple other things. And I told him, I said, listen, I like this deal. I like you. I, I really, honestly, that the main reason I did this was because of Randall, um, a, a good kid with a good idea. Um, plenty of people trying to, to take that idea. And that is something I don't, I didn't care for. Um, and I, I was good, just a good kid, man. Mm-hmm. Not a kid. He's 30, but yeah. he's a good kid. And, and I said, you know what, let's give this a go. I said, but here's the, and I put him in the test. So listen, I'm going to get rid of some of the stuff I'm doing. You got to quit your job. And he had a good job manager at a, you know, Sherwin Williams. I think it was you know, decent money. He put in his two weeks, like a day later. And I was like, okay, well, all right, let's go. <laughs> it called his bluff, right? Yeah, let's go. And that was the end of 2016. And January 1st, uh, 2017, we partnered up and the rest is dust. It's so far behind us, I can't even see it anymore. Yeah, man, it, it is it is nuts what you guys have been able to do over that period of time. Yeah, I know crazy. You, you changed the name of the business because he just used his last name, right? <laughs> that was something, right? So yeah. the, the name yeah. of the business came about. And I guess, so, you know, as you, as you said, the first one looked a little wonky. It looked a little weird, but it is, it's not not quite a novelty it's a little bit better than a novelty but it's just something interesting right like Mm -hmm. you could just use it i just drink water out of it sometimes Mm -hmm. because it's just a cup that's all it is it just looks way cooler because i get to see my mets all the time so what like how when you first came on what were some of the things that you i I guess you were more than an advisor at that point but what did you start advising and what did you start changing in terms of those systems those implementations and really again to you know almost up to present day and how you guys have been able to just absolutely explode in terms of growth yeah. So, um, Randall has a tendency to overthink a lot of things and being my background in sales. One of the first things I did is I, I made him understand how simple mm-hmm. minded a lot of marketing needs to be. Um, he would post these thought provoking things on social media and get, you know, how it is, uh, one or two clicks and you post a dumbass cat playing an accordion and it's a hundred. Mm-hmm. I said, and I getting him to understand where the average consumer's mind is at the time they're scrolling through this stuff was really the key. And, and then the, the uh, buying it. So I, I sold a ton. We did $20 million worth of t-shirt sales on Facebook and that company, all we did was focus on what is like the trending, hot, passionate thing that this person's about. And then we gave them something is that simple. And we gave mm-hmm. them something in that field. So that's what we did with dugout mugs. We started with baseball cities. Let's take the baseball city that the team that they love and sell them that well spike in sales. Uh, just the fact that we doubled, doubled uh, personnel. It was just Randall. And then it was just me. And, and there's no just Randall and just me. We're both a couple of mm-hmm. grindy, gritty, badass hustler guys. So 10, 15 hours a day, whatever it took, it didn't matter, right? We were both back in bootstrap startup phase. So um, just doubling the, the uh, just doubling the manpower uh, was important. One of the things that I think, uh, one of the first things that we kind of hit heads on is, is um, bringing on people. Uh, he's like, well, we got to make more money before we bring on people. I said, that's chicken and egg, man. Like you got to bring on more people so you make money. And fortunately, my background, I have a lot of, uh, of a, I have a pretty good track record, right? Mm-hmm. So he's a smart guy. And though he understood what he understood, 
there was enough of him that said, okay, you know what? This guy probably knows more than me. So it's worth testing and trying. And, and then we bought, we bit the bullet and Karen uh, love Karen to death. She was our first employee and worked with us for years. Um, and she was customer service, which allowed us to only focus mm-hmm. on business sales and growth. Right. So that, those were a few of the pieces at the very beginning was, you know, trust the system, build the system and trust it, like put people in place and then lean on them. Right. In order to grow in the areas you need to grow versus stunting your growth because you're trying to be a jack of all trades when half the time you're not good at half the shit you're doing. Exactly. Right? So you need to, again, do what you do best. Mm-hmm. Outsource the rest. Kind of I thing. love that. And and I think it is just so cool what you guys have been able to build, especially over the last couple of years. So you've been with the company since 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have now partnered with every single Major League Baseball team. You've partnered with, as you said before, uh, before we came on, you, I think 12, you said. Uh, minor league teams uh, just oh no no we're in, we're with uh we're in probably 110 oh. venues some of the minor league clubs you know all what's going on over there but um yeah we're man we are everywhere it's crazy all the pro clubs a lot of the minor league clubs mm-hmm. were in six different countries uh including the united states um yeah it's wild it's wild uh big box small box mom and pop shops gift stores and Helen, Georgia, and, and Gatlinburg, Tennessee, Seattle. It's yeah, it's all over the place. It's pretty I've been, cool. I've been to Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Actually, that's kind of weird. Nice place. It's yeah, a cool spot. I, I enjoyed myself. Um, and yeah, so I guess spot. like what? So you have how many products you have? I know you have the dugout mug and you have the knob shot, right? What else? Yes. Is there anything else that's? Um, yeah. So we have the dugout mug, which is mm-hmm. the OG. Yep. The baseball bat drinking mug. Um, then we have the knob shot, which is the. Um, little one ounce mm-hmm. shot glass made from the bat handle. Yep. And I don't know if, if any of your people are interested, but we're giving this away right now. Nice. Just shipping and handling. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, dugoutmugs.com forward slash knob shot promo. K-N-O-B-S-H-O-T-P-R-O-M-O. Uh, it's nine bucks to your door. Normally it's $30 product. So that one's super oh, cool. Man. We love that product. Um, then we got the bat handle bottle opener, which is the season okay. opener. That one's really cool. And then the wind up, uh, which is the baseball bat, um mini bat and then did you see this one the the shortstop no i haven't seen that one yeah so this one is uh nine ounces versus 12 Mm -hmm. fits in your hand really really well it's like a whiskey coffee it's a great whiskey coffee mug and we have another product that's coming out um in the summer i can't really talk about it yet um and then there's actually then there's another one that's coming out in probably june hopefully just in time for father's day but it is, uh, it's gonna, it's gonna be big time. I love it, man. Yeah, yeah everything, so, everything you guys have done so far has been fantastic. Um, yeah, and, wait and for this summer. It's I can't about, wait, man. Yes. I'm glad I know uh, the two guys that run the company too. I think that yeah. that might help a little bit. And Todd, yeah. shout out Todd. Thank you to Todd for setting this up. Yeah. He's absolutely yep. incredible. He's a hustler. Um, he, he fits, yeah, he's right in. Right I was gonna in say, yep. from a gritty grindy standpoint he is absolutely incredible so appreciate you todd if you are out there listening i'm sure you are one thing that i found was really interesting so we inter- i interviewed randall again this is back like beginning middle of march so i think it was at least honestly the whole last year none of it's made any sense so it was right around the time where everything kind of shut down and we weren't sure like oh are we still gonna like are we still gonna have summer like are we still gonna have baseball like we were kind of at that point yeah. where it's like this is longer than two weeks this is longer than the month we all thought. Obviously, now looking back, it's been almost an entire year at this point. And I remember him saying one of the biggest drivers of revenue for you guys was, I think it was um, 
how did he, what was it? It was presents that you give your coaches at the end of the season. Yeah. You get them customized, uh, um, dugout mugs so that way they remember everyone's name and their teams and this and that and the other thing and he was like yeah man he was very upfront and honest he's like yeah it's, it might be a bad year for us because that is our number one revenue driver and it looks like we're not going to have summer leagues we're not going to have the end of you know travel high school ball. travel yeah. ball exactly but then you and i spoke and you guys said that over the pandemic you 2.5 times your sales if i'm not mistaken something like that so, well yes social media i assume was a huge driver of that what were you guys doing? Because that is just such an insane number to hear. We had 60 games of baseball and it was kind of a shit season. Like, I don't know if that, that probably didn't help. As we already said, there wasn't too many leagues. Going. Uh, what were you guys? Well, so, so the wholesale side of the company took a pretty good hit because nobody's in the stadiums. Nobody was buying for them. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I tell you, staying fluid, being versatile, being agile, being ballsy. Um, that's what got us through it. Randall and I met every day for like two months. Um, every morning we'd meet for like an hour, two hours. What's going on? This COVID thing, what, what's happening? It was March, April. So April, May, really. Um, Mother's Day and Father's Day are great for us because they're buying, you know, moms love mm-hmm. baseball too. Yep. Uh, so we have a lot of a lot of customers for Mother's Day, Father's Day. And we decided to just double down in the areas that we knew. And that one is e-commerce for sure. Mm-hmm. So we doubled down there. Everybody's sitting at home with a bunch of money that wasn't theirs, right? Can't wait mm-hmm. to burn that up. Yep. You know, we can go do what we're supposed to with it or we can buy bat mugs and jet skis, right? Well, we know which angle people like to go. So bat we had a lot of success from that. Um, and then we we pivoted a little bit. So we have a we have a really good customer base. We got a hell of a tribe with dugout mugs. And we always try to bring good quality stuff to them. So we looked at where people are. And I think from a marketing perspective, this is a business podcast to an extent. So like mm-hmm. always market to people where they are, right? And in in the in COVID, they're at home. So showing a bunch of videos of people out at baseball games and tailgates, it's not relevant, right? We pivoted to internal, uh, showing videos of people on their couch watching baseball, uh, on their porch with friends, backyard barbecues, things like that, which I think that made a pretty big impact. Uh, And then we also found um, products that were quality that our people have come to expect from dugout mugs. And we offered those products. One of them was a baseball board game. Again, everybody's at home, so they're mm-hmm. playing board games and things like that. We could turn it into a drinking game, so it was close enough to what we do. And I mean, probably probably fifty thousand dollars worth of board games. Um, so we found little ways like that. We furloughed maybe two people for one month, and in fact, by the by the end of summer, we had added nine people to the team. Wow! And by the end of the year, we doubled. So we doubled the size of our team, no furloughs, no cut, no layoffs, none of that crap. And then, I mean, some people moved on, but it wasn't related to COVID. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we we just kept producing. Again, We, um, I said it before, trust the system, right? There was a couple of days of fear. And, you know, again, I, I've seen some adversity in business before a lot. I've been sued, like just stupid stuff mm-hmm. along the way makes you have really thick skin and big balls. You know what I mean? So when it came down to it, it was time to, to go for it. You know, Randall's like, Hey man, we should look at this and I'm, and I'm just guns blazing on the other side. And which is a good dynamic mm-hmm. because it, two, two people, there's no saying if two people are in the same lane, one of them's not necessary. Right. So we have very different 
roles and very different opinions and points of view on damn near everything, which is great because then we're both open-minded enough to see what the, the mm-hmm. combo looks like and the hybrids usually where you want to be. So with that, we were more timid in some ways. And then we were more aggressive in other ways, you know, uh, Warren Buffett, when they're scared, be greedy, when they're greedy, be scared. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, we decided to double down in, in certain areas and we, we nailed it again. You know, we picked just right. And, and, uh, we leaned in hard onto our tribe of people um, we gave, we did a signature September where we gave away autograph stuff every single day for a nice. whole month, spinning wheels and giving away free stuff. The world was in a shitty place. And we're like, Hey, let's, let's bring you what you don't have camaraderie, mm-hmm. communication, fun, excitement, all the things that they, I, I interviewed Mariana Rivera, Pudge Rodriguez, David Mickey Evans, Pete Rose, uh, Jesse Cole, all these people, you know, why to create cool content that people could enjoy. Mm-hmm. Right. So we doubled down on let, leaning into our the people that have supported us to grow to this point. We leaned into our strengths and and then we kind of just circumvented our weaknesses or the weaknesses of, of, you know, the pandemic. It worked. And it worked, as you said, when they're scared, be greedy. Yep. And you guys took advantage of that. And I think it's a, a really smart way of going about it. I am curious, outside of the other products, like how you said you have a nice tribe of people. How many people by you know like how many families have five different dugout mugs like like oh, is I don't deep, know. like, like uh, we don't I, that, I, i'm kind of curious we have a good we have a good return uh customer rate you know in the high teens mm-hmm. of people that buy that actually rebuy our product because it's predominantly gifted yeah. um you know buying a mug and giving it to somebody you spend 50 bucks that's how i that's got a really it. sweet point right about 50 or 60 bucks and you give that to somebody and it's completely unique it it is the what to their why. Mm-hmm. Like I, I identify as a Mets fan and you gave me a Mets mug. Yes. Right. Yes. Like that kind of thing. Um, and and you, it's kind of hard to crush a gift all the time. So a lot of these people are coming back to us because they're buying it's weddings for groomsmen mm-hmm. gifts or or Mother's Day or Father's Day or Christmas or birthdays or was the fifth anniversary wood. Right all these things and all these reasons for people to get a premium gift. So that's why we see such a good return. But overall, I say we have a few hundred thousand customers. That is all, I since did not know. crazy since we got started and, and they love it. Like if you go to our site, I think we have 15,000 five-star reviews, give or take. Um, that's hard to get. I know that being in e-commerce, there's a lot of noise out there. So how do you get the attention, keep the attention and, and not, lose quality along the way right Mm -hmm. and and speaking about attention you guys are really darn good at that as you said you interviewed all those incredible former mlb uh mlb guys done some incredible things hall of famers obviously you also have uh latched onto a couple companies created some partnerships with a few companies coming up that are very attention um worthy let's say i know just a couple here recently i saw the john boy one i saw that i can't remember where i saw it but he is awesome him and jake actually was just doing a back and forth with Jake yesterday on Twitter. That nice. was a lot of fun. Cool dudes. They are um, they really are. pay attention to what they're doing. Cause they are blown up. They just brought Chris Rose onto their team, which I think yeah, is awesome. That. So very that. cool. Obviously another one that's pretty, uh, pretty attention focused Barstool sports. You guys yep. just recently or in the process of, I don't know, you're allowed, you said I was allowed to say it. So I have to see. Yeah, it's okay. Everything's it's okay. We're, we're, we're dialing in the details. It should be live this week. Well, there we tomorrow, go by tomorrow. So um, Barstool, John boy, uh, touch of modern, we just did some stuff with Touch of Modern. 
Uh, we got Zoo Lily. We have uh, the Chive Front Office Sports. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we just had three three different news stations come in, do stuff. Fox, CBS, ABC. Uh, so yeah, it's it's cool, man. It's cool. These are you know these are companies that um, that, that garner a lot of respect. And and I think what's been interesting for us is we're now getting to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our company and our brand that we've built. Because they we want to work it, with you now. Right. As you know much as I mean? you want to work with them. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a really cool dynamic in business when you get to a point where it's mutually beneficial. Now, we don't have millions and millions of followers, but we certainly do millions and millions in sales. And 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 I think a, a mis, misconception is that followers equal sales. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case. Yep. Right. Business is business. And sometimes a side effect of that is growing, um, you know, followers and social social proof and credibility. But I think we've been able to do that, the business side, extremely well. And that is for the people who are really looking at us. They see it clear as day. They know that we're well put together, you know, from start to finish. We have probably have 60 people on our team. That's no joke. Mm hmm. You know, we have a real we have a real deal company and, and we put together real deal products. And, um, you know, it's it's good. It's good uh, for the the collaboration. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's a lot of fun. And, and these dudes do what they do extremely well at the top, the highest level. Right. Mad respect uh, for Portnoy and, and Barstool and uh, looking, work, looking forward to working with Dallas again. Hell, half of them own our mugs. Yeah. You know, I, I, I was watching something in Florida. I don't, where are you based? Are you I'm in New Jersey. No, you're in Jersey. Okay. So I was in Florida and our governor has a dugout mug on his desk. Love it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it, it, Larry King, you know, rest in peace. Yeah. It's, RIP. it's wild, man. It's wild. Yeah. People just driving around golf courses, taking videos of themselves, drinking out of dugout mugs, you know, so it's cool. It's cool that these guys that own our stuff, they know that it's cool stuff. So I think the collaboration is going to be even better. That is uh, awesome, man. We just did Fox, uh, a bunch of mugs. We just did last week, Fox Sports. Um, uh, we did stuff with, oh, God, I don't even know. It's it's just a blessing to see. all. Every time a new one comes through, we're still like little kids. We see it and we're like, oh, my God, that's pretty cool. You know, I mean, they're cool products, man. And it's worthy, yeah, as you said, to, to, yeah, to work with some of these incredible companies, right? You know, obviously, John Boy, they've been doing their stuff on YouTube for the last few years. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's some cool Yankees stuff, talking Yanks, talking baseball shit you guys are going to get into, which is a well, lot of fun. So dude, I ran into the I ran into Jimmy at uh, winter meetings a couple years ago, and they were just kind of getting off the ground. Mm-hmm. And we had just started to kind of take off. And uh, he was super. As a matter of fact, if you go on our website, Jimmy's on our front page of our no website. Way. Yeah, he did a, a testimonial for us, you know, and uh, he, he's always been a supporter of what we're doing. Um, we sponsored Talking Yanks to come down to Tampa a couple years ago for spring training. So um, we've always worked really close with those guys and to see them get funded and to start to develop the John Boy like group. Nothing but love for those guys. And I'm glad to be working with them. And then uh, also a seven line army. Um, nice. You're a Mets guy. You Absolutely. Know, so work with Darren. Um, we do a lot of stuff with the Mets. Um, got a lot of uh, Cohen who just bought the Mets. If you look in his living room, got dugout mugs all over the back wall. Um, Pete Alonzo sending us video testimonials. You know, so yeah, it's it's really cool to see some of these people and some of these um, organizations uh, jive with us. It's it, pretty neat. Hey man, you guys got great product. I see the forty two up there, which is also incredible. Um, oh, that's right. Yep, Mar- yep, yep, yep. Mariano. Yep, absolutely. That's, Griffin, that's Andre Dawson and. 
Pudge and Poppy and Pedro and Griffey and it's awesome. Nolan man. Ryan. These are all the guys that you know I've been as a as a baseball fan. Kid, I was gonna say, right? Like that's man, the coolest that's part. Cool. There's a there's a photo where I got to give King Griffey Jr. a lifetime achievement award in LA. Um, backstage and everything. Mm -hmm. It was his trophy, but turned into a dugout mug. Awesome. And uh, that was my guy growing up. You know, I still got the hundreds of baseball cards. And uh, yeah, that was a, there's been a lot of neat moments. There's been a lot of neat moments with dugout. You guys are crushing it, man. And I, I love it. And I appreciate you coming on sincerely, Chris. This has been yeah. fantastic. Just one question sure. uh, from the peanut gallery. This is actually my cousin. It's funny. Uh, cool. He says, Loves the product, has two of them, but it's a little hard to drink. We have very big noses here in the Raziel family. Just kind of curious, is there anything <laughs> we could do about that? Or is it that's just, it just is what it is, I think, at that point. It's is, more of man. an our fault. Yeah, I think it's more our fault. I'll blame my yeah. parents. How's that sound? Yeah. No, um, I, I tell you, all the time I get these crazy, not that crazy question, no, but, but I get questions like, hey, well, can you guys do that with a football? And it's like, bro. No. Are you paying attention? That makes no it sense. is what it is. The, the, the idea that it is the profile of it. So the same billet that makes a baseball bat, mm -hmm. we just turn it into three barrels is really all it comes down to. So if you get outside of that profile, it just ain't going to work. Exactly. Um, so some Still of our, other, some of our other products, maybe, maybe this one that's coming out in a few months Ooh. might, might fix some of those problems. Um, might be dishwasher safe, might be 20 ounces, might come with a lid. Um, I guess we'll just have to wait and see, yeah, Chris. Yeah. We'll just have to wait and see. And can you give us the promo for uh, the knob shop one more time? I know you said it. I'll put it in the show notes and everything, but just uh, give it to yeah. us if you don't mind. Uh, dugoutmugs.com forward slash knob shot promo. It'll just, take you right to the thing. It's literally, it's like nine bucks and it. that's delivered. I can't uh, wait. So if you don't have one, get one. Mm -hmm. uh, we are going to run out because we always do. Uh, yeah, but that's pretty cool. And then it also, like, whether it's dugout mugs or some of the other stuff, our whole site is 30% off right now for spring training. Even better. Um, if you want any MLB stuff, it's 30% off of that. Um, so that's probably going to last for a few more weeks. And uh, being on our email list is really important. Email or text because um, we have uh, limited, like these, the, the, the short stops. We made 10,000 of these in Q3 last year. We sold out in, like, five weeks. So we, products, man. Stuff. so we go to our email list and our text message first was like, Hey, this is in, this is live. Um, we have a, a limited edition, like a, this tuxedo black coming Ooh. out for father's day. We only got 2000 of them. They are badass. Oh, I tell wow. you, they, they are clean. Black. So you gotta be on the list because we sell mm -hmm. the 2000 to our list. We don't run ads. We don't do anything. We just give them to our customers and let them have first crack at it for, you know, obviously being loyal customers. 100%. And I'll make sure to get all those links and throw them in the show notes. One yeah. suggestion I have for you, yeah. the Black Mets jerseys are coming back. That's all I'm going to say. The Black Mets jerseys yeah. are coming back. Steve Cohen's about it. Every Mets fan is about it. Let's take advantage, man. Let's take advantage. Go make some money. Chris, where can everyone find you and, and Dugout Mugs on the internet? Um, Dugout Mugs, it's not hard to find. Just just search it out. We're going to be everywhere um, worth being. As far as I go, uh, anybody business-wise, I'm on LinkedIn um, Chris Dennert and, uh, yeah, that's it. I don't, I don't really, it's funny. I don't really play around too much in the social. I found it distracting. Mm -hmm. Um, everything I do, I do with purpose. And I realize at times my most valuable asset and I encourage everybody to, to buy into that and then really clearly identify. And I tell on every podcast, I'm gonna tell you the same thing. Perfect. It's about understanding your metrics. Okay. 
know what is important to you and make sure every move you make is in that direction. Um, and mine is time. So how that connects to what you're just saying is I don't really have social media um, outside of LinkedIn because I, uh, I still do deals and, and investments mm-hmm. and things like that. So, but uh, yeah, I appreciate y'all having me and thank you so much and, and uh, uh, have a blessed weekend, everybody out there. Appreciate you, Chris. Thanks everybody. Bye. Later. Yeah.